I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to hour number two of the expanded Inside Sources. Great to be with you today from 1 to 3 p.m. and every weekday here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. And it's time for all of us, as it relates to the news, to dig a little deeper, think a little bigger, challenge our own assumptions a little stronger, and of course, disagree a little bit better. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So it is time to think again as we talk about the political left and the political right and uh, all of the challenges in there. Uh, very pleased to be joined to help us think again about a lot of these things uh, from Bill Crystal. Bill Crystal, of course, is an American political analyst, uh, has uh, was the uh, editor at large for the political magazine, The Weekly Standard, and continues to be uh, an important voice in the national conversation, uh, someone I always like to hear weigh in. Uh, Bill, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, boy. How are you? Doing doing well. Utah is great. And uh, you you made a really interesting uh, comment uh, on the Bulwark uh, on a podcast this last week uh, talking about the the prospects, uh, bipartisan political achievements, uh, that they may actually be more promising than people might think. Uh, Tell us about that. Yeah, this is something you've been hoping for for a while, Boyd, and I have too. And so on the surface, of course, we're more polarized, not just on the surface, but it, you know, in a lot of real ways, we're more polarized than ever. Those of us who hope the Republican Party might sort of leave Donald Trump behind, I think so far have been sort of disappointed. Even January 6th wasn't much of a wake-up call. Uh, we've had the Biden administration, you know, reasonably or unreasonably, uh, go ahead and pass a huge economic package uh, on reconciliation with only Democratic votes. It looks like other things are going to go in that way, too, legislatively. So on the one hand, you could say polarization, partisanship. On the other hand, beneath the surface, I have a feeling it's, it's almost gone so far in that direction. It's so dysfunctional now that there is a bit of a rebellion brewing. And some of the back seat, backbench, uh, lesser-known members of Congress and the House and the Senate are getting together, some well-known ones, too, like Mitt Romney, and talking to their colleagues across the aisle about immigration, about voting rights, about some of the economic infrastructure-type issues, um, and really trying to see whether they're about some foreign policy issues to confront you, China, for example. And I think we're really trying to see in a way that's a little bit, you know, kind of a bit of a fresh start about whether they couldn't get back to some bipartisanship and policymaking. It's so important for the country, I think. It would be good for just symbolically for the country. It would be good in terms of the actual policies. It would be more sustainable. 
it was striking. This, no one reported on this. It wasn't a headline, but uh, a pretty comprehensive package of uh, uh, measures to confront China, a lot of economic development here at home to liberate us a bit from China, some foreign policy measures. It came out of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, I think it was last week, yeah. 21 to 1. You don't see those kinds of votes that much in the Obama and Trump. You didn't see them much in the Obama and Trump eras. And so I think there's a little bit of a contrarian case to make that maybe we're going to get back to get, get oh, move forwards to a little bit of bipartisanship. Yeah. And that uh, that is what we want to think again about, that there <laughs> there is some light there. Uh, and uh, again, I don't think the country is nearly as divided as our politicians want us to believe it is. It, it keeps them in power and gives them excuses to do nothing. Uh, we were talking earlier uh, in the program, and I know this is something you've weighed in on often, and that is uh, just the spending, uh, the national debt, the deficit spending that continues to go on. Uh, someone made the comment over the weekend that uh, uh, that both the uh, Republicans, the Republicans are really just uh, Democrats driving the speed limit when it comes uh, when it comes to spending. And uh, I know you've seen that as a as a critical issue that where there is some space where we actually could get some uh, bipartisan work going. Yeah, I would think so. You know, you made the comment just a minute ago that uh, the country isn't as divided as Washington, as Congress, as the politicians. And I, I agree with that. I've, I've argued that for a long time. I've got to say that the one bad effect of the division in Washington it's like the country more divided, and especially of the division in, in social media. And I think yeah, Fox and cable news play a role in this too. And there's a way in which people live their lives, and, and when they go to the Little League game or they go to church or they uh, go to businesses, they don't think that much about what their neighbor or, or you know, the, the dad or mom of their kid's Little League pl- uh, fellow player, how that person votes or, you know, what, what their political views are. And they, they understand there's a lot more – a lot of other important things, more important things often, uh, going on, and people can reasonably differ and have different priorities and so forth. But then they get whipped up, and this is where uh, this is where social media plays a role, but also politicians play a role. Yeah. And I, so I, I think the country has been polarized by the politicians who have taken advantage of, of people's, uh, uh, you know, they don't follow politics 24-7, you know, and just have sold them a bunch of goods. And so I, I, it's hard to break that cycle once it gets going. The politicians have an interest in it, then the public gets polarized, and the public rewards politicians who polarize, you know. And, and so I'm, it is important to begin to break out. And I think the debt and the deficit, again, we're not going to suddenly pivot to a huge concern over it. But could you have a compromise in some of these bills where you try to pay for what you're spending, where you try to rein in some of them, make some of the expenditures contingent on where the economy is a year or two from now? For example, on the infrastructure bill, and why are we allocating all this money right now, right? Couldn't you allocate it? I'm not against spending some of this money now. And then say, but look, for next year, we're going to revisit it. Three, two years from now, we don't quite know where our economy is going to be. We're not sure how some of these things are going to work out. Let's see whether we really need to spend this much or that much. The idea that we just pick a number out of the air and slap that on as a five or ten year program. It's a little crazy, obviously. No one lives their actual lives that way, right? That's right. So right. maybe there's some opportunities for, for, for compromise here. Yeah, I, I think there are. There really are, and especially on things like immigration, I think there are so many points yes. of agreement in terms of border and, and uh, entry, exit, and H-1B visas and a host of other things where I think there's uh, far more agreement than there is disagreement. Uh, but again, we often get caught in, uh, we like to refer to it as the shampoo bottle model of the lather, rinse, repeat, that the politicians <laughs> lather us up and get us angry and then let us rinse that off with a nice $25 contribution to their campaign or mm-hmm. their pack and then uh, repeat. So we've we've sort of been conditioned 
to respond inappropriately to, to rage and to those negative base emotions. Uh, as you look at it from your perch, and you, you've seen this uh, over decades now, uh, do you see that pendulum swinging? Is there is there a case for the center to rise? Is that movable middle uh, really a group that uh, will engage uh, in politics in a way that will impact the politicians and change the game? I mean, I don't know. Obviously, we've all you know, been wrong about a lot of things in the last five, ten years, <laughs> predicting things in politics. The one thing we can learn from the last five, ten years is things can change suddenly. They can change yes. for the worse suddenly, in my view, in terms of the Republican Party, for example. But they can also change for the better. And that's where I come back to mm. one breakthrough would make a huge difference. You know, it would be a proof of concept. If we could have an immigration deal where there's some border security things that Republicans would care about, some H-1B things that businesses would care about, a lot of uh, DACA relief where you've got a ton of people who are in the country and just need to get this this situation regularized. I'd be in favor, personally, of a little more immigration in a lot of areas, but fine, I wouldn't get everything I would want. One bill in one area, whether it's immigration, maybe voting rights, maybe one of the economic bills, that really shed, where people looked up and suddenly saw, whoa, 73 to 27 in the mm-hmm. Senate, and co-sponsors are, you know, I'm making this up, but whatever, Romney and Coons, a Republican and a Democrat from different parts of the country. And, you know, uh, I, I really think it would be healthy. I think it could change the momentum, you know. And once yeah. this is one of these things where once the momentum changed, it could pick up, the snowball could pick up speed in the other direction. So I don't want to be too optimistic or too helpful. There are a lot of barriers in the way, but I kind of think there might be a little more chance of this than than people realize. Yeah. Fantastic. Bill Crystal joining us from Washington, D.C. Bill, always appreciate your insight and thanks for carving out some time for us today. Hey, my pleasure, Boyd. All right. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. Uh, love Bill Crystal's perspective on that. Uh, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not about being Pollyanna, but if we could get one breakthrough, I think we could show the American people that we're not nearly as divided as the politicians sometimes want us to believe we are. Stay with us. Much more to come on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.